Welcome into State Your Line, a podcast for Kansas Cityans by Kansas Cityans. We are the Ritz Brothers. Today is December 29th. Last show of 2020 is here. What a year. Are we going to go there with uh, what a year jokes? Uh, no, like see you next to. year? No, like uh, just 2020 wrapping that up. Okay. Have you uh, seen like... any bad Christmas cards trying to make the most out of a, a bad year? No. Oh, I saw I saw some like people taking pictures in front of dumpsters and like photoshopping uh, photoshopping that it was on fire. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I got it. Okay, mm-hmm. so big year for those Christmas cards. So like, um, so like as soon as the calendar turns to 2021 all the bad things are in it's all gonna be gone yeah it's all gonna be wiped away um yeah i mean 2020 was like probably the best year of my life (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i bought a house i uh i had a baby um so like uh i i got to uh spend uh, a lot of time with my family uh what a wow it's very insensitive of you (laughs) i mean i mean 2020 i moved to california went to the beach all the time yeah Tough. I know that it was really hard for <laughs> a ton so of people. Terrible saying that, but like, yeah, it was probably literally the best year of my life. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't, is that bad? I I don't think so. That's me. That's Danny Ritz's. That's my experience. I don't think you have to feel guilty. I don't. I'm okay. not going to. All right. Um, Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs won the freaking Super Bowl in 2020. Exactly. Like, look, this was the best year of my life. It was awesome. It was so mm-hmm. awesome. It was good. It was good. Um, all right. We I'm not we feeling talk, guilty. I'm not good. doing it. We got to talk Chiefs. I'm not feeling guilty at all about being 14 and one in the number one seed. No, uh, as a Chiefs fan, I mean, beat us. I mean, we're winning games. Just just beat us. I I think about this a lot. Um, if this were another sport, or if it were another team, we would be saying like, uh, it is really hard to. Um, it's really hard to win. A game mm-hmm. in the NFL. It yeah. does not matter. That's the Jaguars. As we've seen, um, teams, teams, NFL teams and NFL players try and give 100% all the time. J. It's J. impossible. J.J. Watt said so. It's impossible to tank in the NFL. And I think it's really hard to tank at any level of, of professional sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I look at like what the chiefs have accomplished winning 23 of 24 games, uh, being 14 and one this year in games that they tried, we'll see, you know, with no starters next week, but like what they've accomplished, it really doesn't matter that we have kind of skated by winning. Every game is really hard to do Mm -hmm. no matter the sport. And if we end up 15 and one, um, which I think we'll probably beat the chargers with their backups next week. Um, then that's an incredible accomplishment and an insane season, and it really doesn't matter. We we won every game. Mm-hmm. Um, we we are playing. We have the best player on the planet on our team. There's no reason not to feel confident. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like when I look at, if I take a the view of an outside um, looking in, or if I were to look at another sport, like I've talked a little bit about this, but I've become a fan of the Premier League. Yeah. Um, like Liverpool went on an insane run last year and they were basically unbeatable, but they lost games mm-hmm. and you it's, it's just really hard not to lose games. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the chiefs have basically done that. They've gone 23 of 24 without losing a game. And we have the best player in the world on our team. We have uh, the best coach on our team. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. Do, but do you want to, do you want to do your verbal meme? Because I didn't get the chance to make it okay. on Photoshop. Well, yeah, we can talk about that when we get into the <laughs> okay. game. Okay, all right. And, all right. and then that's a sub subtopic okay. later, but okay. yeah. Okay, all right. Do you have any more comments about being 14 and 1? And, uh, and no, I've, I don't apologize. It feels great. Um, I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, We set out what incredible. we were going to accomplish. I think if most people were like, uh, you know, what's the Chiefs record going to be? I know a lot of people were saying like 14 and two is our floor mm-hmm. and that's fair to say that was yeah. fair to say at the beginning of the season. Um, 16 and zero was like what a lot of people said in a serious tone. Mm-hmm. And I think it was reasonable to, to feel that way. Yeah. Um, if we end up 15 and one, that's right in there. So 15 and one, 14 and two, uh, number one seed, we get a buy. That's what we set the out to do. The buy is huge. The buy is huge. We're that's accomplishing exactly what we wanted to do. We we uh, we're accomplishing what we set out to accomplish. Uh, 
we beat a lot of really good teams along mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. And uh, we have, against playoff teams. We have the best player in the sport. So yeah. feel good. Feel good. I feel good. Um, all right. Let's see. I I was looking through my notes, what I talked about last week, and I was like giving props to Andy on how creative he's still being. Mm-hmm. Maybe got the best of him a little bit. <laughs> Maybe got the best of him a little bit with the uh, the Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl. Uh, Sammy Watkins pass. Mm-hmm. So um, I said it earlier this year. I said, we need to bring the quarterback sneak back. Mm-hmm. I said this a while ago last year. You can go check the tapes. And instead of quarterback sneaking it, we're willing to send Mahomes on a 30-yard wheel route. Mm-hmm. And so I don't understand why we just don't let him sneak, do a quarterback sneak then, if we're willing to let him do that. That's a really fair point. Yeah. So can't, I, I can't argue with you. I think I, I, I want the quarterback sneak back. I've said it before. I, I I said it when he got hurt that it was the right play call, and mm-hmm. I, I think we should, again, bring it back. Yeah, and I, I won't be surprised to see, like, more of the – I don't know. Because the, it, when when the fourth and one really mattered later in the game, we ran it up the middle with with Daryl Williams, mm-hmm. and so like Andy Reid putting all He's this crazy shit on tape, and the defense being like, "Holy crap!" Like on fourth and one, third and one, anything we could, could see happen. anything. We could see literally a, a double reverse wide receiver pass back to the mm-hmm. quarterback, um, which we they've tried to run twice passes yeah. to Pat Mahomes uh-huh. uh, on short yardage situations, or we could see or so so the defense has to stay kind of on their heels a little bit mm-hmm. as opposed to you know being expecting a run up the middle, and so when it really mattered, it or sorry when it mattered more towards the end of the game on a I think it was a fourth and one or a thir- third and one it was a Daryl Williams run straight Gashed up him. the middle yeah. middle and no one was prepared for it because we put so much crazy stuff out there so mm-hmm. uh, it's fair to say. That in the moment, I feel like Andy Reid overthinks it, but I think he probably knows what he's doing. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, I had to get to this because uh, the pro football focus grades came out. You know who had a great game? Willie Gay. Ben Neiman. He was hurt. His highest graded game of the season. Uh, yeah. I think what's, you need what's, to, what's the grade? 84.9 overall. How many snaps? Uh, I don't know. Probably less than 20. Uh, but uh, forced fumble, uh, a 90 grade in coverage, uh, a 74 grade in tackling. He didn't so have a forced fumble. Th- that's what I, I saw. Are you sure you're not reading Willie Gay's numbers? I hope I'm not, but I saw the tweet. <laughs> I mean, unless I was like duped uh, by they, a fake Twitter account. It might have been. Let's go check. It might have been Willie. You might be reading Willie Gay's numbers. Because Willie Gay, uh, Pro Football Focus tweeted out Willie Gay's stats. What Trent sent us in the text. Yeah, they were good. But okay. Regardless, was also very good. Uh, eh. um, yeah, the defense looked good. Chris Jones was a monster. Chris Jones continues to be one of the best interior defensive linemen in he the NFL. Three and a half quarters. He played 24 snaps. He had Chris Jones had eight uh, pressures on the quarterback. He's in, an animal. In 32 uh, times pr- uh, rushing the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So uh, Chris Jones is an absolute beast. Willie Gay. I don't know how you can possibly leave him on the bench after yeah. what he did yesterday. So I feel really good about that. Now, so maybe maybe Ben Neiman just needs to play twenty snaps or less. Then he can maybe be good. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but yeah, um, we need to rest Sammy. Sammy Watkins a little banged up. Rest Travis Kelsey limping rest. around. Yes. Um, Obviously, you, you want to put Pat in a hyperbolic chamber for the next two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, just, just, I'm, I'm, I'm so of a fan of rest. Yeah, I, I don't care about, I don't think there's going to be rust on this team. No. They're, they're, they click so well. They've been yes. playing together for so long. Correct. Uh, I do not worry about that at all. Yeah. Not in the least. So back to the verbal meme. Okay. That, uh, I tried to create. It was, uh, it was the two racist white guys from Remember talk, the Titans. From Remember the Titans. Who are in charge of the high school, high school football, football hall of fame. North Carolina High School Football Hall of Fame talking to Yost. Yeah. Saying, Virginia High School. Virginia? Yeah. This year's Virginia. We mm. play triple A ball. So saying you just lost yourself the Hall of Fame. My verbal meme is Hmm. Who should be the faces of the racist white guys? They're not racist. Maybe it's Aaron um, Rodgers and Jake from State Farm. Okay, 
and then it's it's Patrick Mahomes' face on oh. Yost's body, and it says, you just lost yourself the MVP. Mm-hmm. Because, unfortunately, I think um, Mahomes, in the last couple, two weeks, really, mm-hmm. uh, has been subpar. Rodgers has continued to be good, and I think Rodgers is going to win the MVP. Yeah. I don't think Rodgers is better than Mahomes. I don't think Rodgers is more valuable than Mahomes. I don't think Rodgers is deserves the MVP over Mahomes. I just think that's what is going to happen. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think, you know, it's tough to argue that Rodgers did play better down the stretch than Mahomes. Um, Rodgers had his bad games early on in the season, mm-hmm. and Mahomes has still never had a bad game. Yep. Um, statistically speaking, like even this being one of his worst games was still a better than average game. Yep. So Mahomes has never had a bad game. Rodgers did have bad games this year, but – Narratives matter and stuff like this. These awards are given by journalists and by people who write about it. They care about recency bias a little bit. Yeah. And so I think Rodgers is going to win the MVP, unfortunately, because he played better down the stretch, which sucks. But um, Rodgers had an awesome season. I mean, Rodgers was first in EPA per play. He was first in um, or second in completion percentage over expected. He was first in uh, pro football focus offensive grade. Rodgers also has by far the best offensive line in the NFL. Yeah. Um, Mahomes has like the fifth best offensive line in the NFL, according to um, how often he's pressured. But um, but anyways, Rodgers is probably going to win it, and it's a bummer. Yeah, that's all right, though, because uh, right now, if you look at it, passing yards leader in the NFL, Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Receiving leader, yards, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Number two in touchdowns, Tyreek. Mm-hmm. Number three in interceptions, uh, the landlord, Tyron Matthew. Uh, and 23 and one in our last 24 games. So I agree. I'm bummed. We're not going to win the MVP. Mahomes is not going to win that this year. We, but, well, we, I've yeah, been, we I've been there in his yeah, corner. I agree. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that, that, that's too bad, but it'll be Rogers third MVP award. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is going to win six probably. And I think green Bay is the only, that's who I want to play in the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm circling that. That's okay. who I want to play. Let's do it. That's who I want to play. Let's I think get it'd it be on. awesome. Like he gets the MVP, Mahomes beats him in the Super Bowl. There's a storyline for you. Yeah. Plus, I don't think the MVP has won a Super Bowl since like 1999. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Warner. Warner. Yeah. So my guy Colin Cowherd says you don't want to win the MVP. Uh, he said smart, he, Colin. He said if he was a quarterback, he wouldn't want to win that's the MVP. That's very smart. Or, that's and he a, also wouldn't want to win the Heisman Trophy. That's a very logical. Rogers, as we all know, Roger Staubach is the last Heisman Trophy winner mm-hmm. quarterback to win an in, to win a Super Bowl. So yeah, that's very logical. He wouldn't want to win an MVP, and he wouldn't want to win a Heisman. That trophy. makes a lot of sense. That good, good job. Job, Colin, you're very smart. You're yes. a very smart yes. person. All right. Um, so you're also team rest. Oh yeah, rest, yeah. rest, okay. no doubt. Um, give the give two weeks off. Practice a shit ton. Mm-hmm. Practice a crap ton, uh, and uh, and rest. Don't don't get hurt. And uh, let's see let's see what Chad Henney can do against against the you know Andy Reid's gonna Andy Reid's not resting. Yeah. So. That's beautiful that's, mind is still working. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, let's move into uh, some openings this week. I've uh, got a couple here. Where do you want to start? Let's start with Chef J Barbecue. Okay, a little Chef J, a little barbecue. So I'm, I've am i been trying to figure this out. I can't figure out when Chef J Barbecue opened. I started seeing stuff about this mm-hmm. like recently in the last like month or so. So I just now put decided to put it on here but it looks like it's kind of like a pop-up ish barbecue place down in the west bottoms that's mm-hmm. only open on fridays and saturdays um and he and it's texas style barbecue meaning it's just kind of um served to order so mm-hmm. it's like the smoker has like a lot of things going on it and you say i want a, a half a pound of brisket by the I pound want, yeah i want um uh, a quarter of a pound of sausage over there. I want some burn-ins. And then you just take your plate, they weigh it, and you pay how much your your plate weighs mm-hmm. um, by the pound. And that's how they do it down in Texas, and that's what it seems to be. Um, again, it's down like in front of the Beast Haunted House. Oh, cool. And it's open on Fridays and Saturdays. It looks like for lunch and dinner. Um and you just kind of wait in line, and then you order your food, and then you they weigh it, and then you pay. And so it kind of looks um, kind of pop-up-y, 
but that's what's going on. It's called Chef J Barbecue. Looks yeah. pretty good. It does look good. Uh, I've confession. I still haven't had barbecue since I've gotten back. Oh, yeah, needs to change. What do you, What are you gonna do about it? Get probably eat some barbecue very soon. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next opening. Uh, let's go. Let's talk beer. Little River River Bluff <laughs> River Bluff Brewing Company, or just River Bluff River Bluff <laughs> Brewing. Uh, did they the did they even market. consider how hard that was going to be to say when they named their brewery? No, that's on them though. Uh, I was trying really hard there, uh, but uh, to open in uh, the River Market in early 2021. So they already have uh, they're they're based out of St. Joe, Missouri. They already have a location there, but opening up in the River Market, uh, which is exciting, bring a little of that St. Joe taste down to Kansas City. Well, I don't know if that's the motto they're going to go with, like mm-hmm. bringing the taste of St. Joe oh, to Kansas City. So? I doubt mm. that's what they go with as their tagline. I think it's more like, hey, look, we're in the river market. We're called River Bluff Brewing. If you don't do any research on us, you may just think this is where we originated. Yeah, and so you don't, have to, true. you don't have to associate us with St. Joe. Um, no, no, no. We're a Kansas City-based podcast. Yeah, exactly. St. Joe, we, we include you in. Come on mm-hmm. in. We're not going to talk shit. But yeah, the brewer, uh, they opened two years ago in St. Joe. The brewer is the former head brewer from McCoy's. McCoy's. Which, fudge, dude. I miss the I crap out of McCoy's. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that place. Yeah. Um, it's going in on 2nd and Main in this really cool old building. It was like called the Kansas City Water Building or something like that. Um. And it looks like it's going to be sweet. I'm honestly really excited for this. Um, it's on Second and Main is the is the old building, and they're taking this old warehouse or water building and turning it into this. Uh, it looks like a pretty good size uh, brewery. So that's River Bluff Brewing uh, opening early 2021. Their slogan is "Follow the river, follow the river." Wait, follow the river to the river market. Okay, so is does the mm-hmm. Missouri River run through yeah. St. Joe? Uh-huh. Sure. Sure does. Let's Follow do it. it. Follow it. Um, all right. And then we have uh, the Rage Room in uh, the Hy-Vee Arena also opening up. Uh, what is the Rage Room? I don't have a subscription to the Kansas City Business Journal, so I can't read about it. But <laughs> you should tell get me one. about it. Expense it. Oh, okay. Good idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so it's called Smash House KC. So this is one of those. Okay, I have seen these guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is one of those like you go in and you um, you pay money and you just get to take a sledgehammer or a baseball bat or something and smash up like TVs, electronics. That is awesome. Smash up a bunch of shit. So there's four rooms to just smash smash shit in. Um, They said like they were. It's in the Hy-Vee Arena, so that's the old Kemper Arena, Mm -hmm. where it's all uh, sectioned out into kind of like a, a. flex pod type um or uh, way but um they said they were like delayed by the pandemic but also maybe assisted by the pandemic because oh, people have yeah. like a lot of stress built up it's small rooms you can go in small groups and uh it's pretty pandemic safe and uh yeah you just go in and smash rage. a bunch of stuff and rage, rage let some stress out okay so that's smash house kc in the old um Old Kemper Arena. Kemper Arena. All right. There it is. Uh, so that those are uh, what we're highlighting opening coming up here. Um, next, closing. Um, I feel like we talked about this a little bit, I thought, before. Have we? Yes. About the Rieger uh-huh. closing down. Um, but. Uh, yes. Yeah. Did you highlight it just because of the, the New York Times story? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So um, I saw in the New York Times there was a, a story on the front page just about um, – a lot of the businesses that we've lost through the pandemic. And uh, it was cool because um, cool and sad, uh, but they highlighted the Rieger uh, in Kansas City uh, and it closing its doors and also highlighted the 85,000 meals that they served during the pandemic before things shut down. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, again, we, when we talked about the Rieger closing, it was uh, a sad, I, I remember being like pretty serious mm-hmm. And it was a bummer. But yeah, uh, New York Times featured, what, 10, 10 yeah. restaurants across the country that uh, you know had a lot of history, were, had what you would probably call 
pandemic proof mm-hmm. or they would seem like they, they featured restaurants that had been there for hundreds or a hundred years. Yeah. Um, a couple of restaurants that had to close that had been open for a hundred years. And yeah, one of them is, is the Rieger and it's a bummer. It's, it's a bummer. Sad. It's a bummer. But, uh, but yeah, Kansas city getting recognition, um, in kind of a sad way, but also highlighting the good things that the Rieger, um, did during the pandemic for sure. As far yeah. as becoming a community kitchen. Um, all right, let's move into a little what we try this week. Uh, your yours garnished a lot of attention at the classic cookie that that burrito. Oh that yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I uh, put this on Instagram. Was that queso on top of that burrito? It was like a, it was like you know, like a like a sauce. Oh like wow, like a jalapeno avocado. Oh gosh, you know one of those I'm a sauces sucker for that. Yeah. So uh, classic cookie. This is somewhere I've been before, but. Uh, it closed due to the pandemic, and then uh, someone, like basically a fan, someone who loved it, was like, yeah. "No, I want to buy it and reopen it." So it reopened. Um, we went there. I had the macho breakfast burrito. I okay. So here's what it had in it: it had two scrambled eggs, bacon, potatoes, black beans, green onions, cheddar jack cheese, topped with uh, it came with sour cream and um, and stuff on the side. The I swear there was sausage in there, but the mm-hmm. cool thing was, is it was all mixed up. Okay, so it wasn't I asked like Chipotle to mix, mix my burrito too. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what kind of looks do you get? I don't care. Oof. Don't care. All right. Mix it up. All right. Well, it I don't was... want a bite of just rice. So instead of instead of having like eggs and beans and sausage and bacon in there, they like mixed it all up like the truck stop omelet at at Town oh, Topic. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. all mixed up, shoved in that burrito, topped with, the, you know, the sauce, and uh, it was incredibly delicious, very filling. That's classic cookie in Waldo. All right. Um, this week, I got to try uh, duck and roll, uh, which is uh, right. This was one you called out as wanting to try. Really wanting to try, and it did not disappoint. The only thing I didn't get when I was there was a COVID test, because they're offering those for 80 bucks, rapid COVID test. What? Yeah. I, Strange. I was like going to order, and I was like, "Am I on the right website?" Uh, but they're re- offer offering antigen testing for eighty dollars with results in as little as fifteen minutes. Like, like for the antibodies? I, I don't know what an antigen test is. I'm not a scientist, but that's well, what we've literally they're offering. Um, but it's like a little bit separate, um, so obviously it's not interacting with the restaurant. But mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out why they are offering that that seems strange for a restaurant mm-hmm. to offer but they do so you could try that i didn't try that but what i did try uh were the dumplings uh i'm a sucker uh for those uh i tried the pork ones with yeah. jalapenos are they steamed it. or pan fried uh you can go either i went pan fried though yeah no brainer yeah exactly uh and then also i went with the uh caramelized pork belly dish with fried rice you kind of just mix Ooh. those up um and yeah you put it, pork belly in something and it, yeah it, i mean caramelized pork belly in like an asian sauce with fried rice uh it was phenomenal oh so, gosh uh, right over there on like 49th and main that new spot opened up list uh, my mouth is drooling again just thinking about it but the duck and roll that's where it's at delicious options great portion sizes Dude, uh, this is well. hilarious. You go to their website and it's just like rapid COVID testing. I know. I was like, am I here? There's like a home, menu, order online, <laughs> catering, COVID testing. Like what? You can you click on menu and COVID testing is still listed yeah. on the menu for $80. You got to get a book. You got to book it and book a time. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I don't know. Ooh. Interesting. So so how do you order this? Do you order uh, crispy pork belly? Crispy pork belly, and then they ask you like what kind of rice you what want. What kind with of it? rice you want with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Delicious. delicious. All right. So that is duck in roll this week. All right. Uh, well, no interview this week. Why? We, well, we we got two in a row that we've failed on interviews. Uh-huh. Very sad when Santa had to cancel last week. Yeah, that was a bummer. Monitoring. Glad he got healthy enough to make Christmas happen. True. So that's what's important. Um, and then. Uh, made it about halfway home from St. Louis before I realized I had someone's, uh, wallet in the car mm. who needed to get on a flight from St. Louis to Denver. Mm-hmm. So I had to turn around, get back, missed the ballerina who we were going to have on. Is she a ballerina? 
No. Okay. Well, I didn't even have time to do research, <laughs> so it's, she had something to do with the Kansas City Ballet, I thought. Sh- sure. Yeah. We'll we'll explain it when, when okay. the guest comes. When she yeah. comes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's just Danny and I this episode, so uh, we're going to go right into a little deets on the streets. Are you going to come up? I, I know it's not on our agenda right now. Are you going to come up with something nice to say about St. Louis later in the in the episode? Uh, I might. Okay. I might. I didn't see much of St. Louis. Okay. So, so you might have a uh, better opportunity to say something nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going deets on the streets. Um, we're going a very boring street with a very boring story. This is Neiman Road. Neiman Road. Out in Shawnee, yeah. Lenexa mm-hmm. area. Neiman. Um, Neiman. C. Neiman. C. C. That's all I could find. No, C. C Neiman. Period. Okay. Neiman. He was a cashier at um, at the first bank in Shawnee, which mm-hmm. was called the First Shawnee Bank. So yeah. uh, that was it. Um, that was enough to get a street name. Man, if I was alive long enough ago, I would have a street named after me, no doubt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, you don't even need to have a first name. Maybe cashier is his first name. Could be cashier Neiman. Yeah. But he was a cashier. Um, and this is back when, you know, it was called first bank of Shawnee. It probably it actually was the first yeah, bank. Yeah, of it Shawnee. wasn't just like putting first bank. Or yeah, first maybe street. Like it really was. Really was the first mm-hmm. bank of Shawnee. So, um, so that was 1908 when the bank opened. That's really all I got. C. Neiman, potentially named Cashier Neiman, who was the cashier mm-hmm. of the first bank in Shawnee. That was it. Yeah, not even the president or like VP. Just a cashier. Just a cashier. Just maybe a, that was a maybe, bigger job back then. Maybe and maybe he was just a man of the people. Yeah, maybe know. everyone liked him. Yeah, maybe maybe he had like uh, um, a George Bailey moment from It's a Wonderful Life, where like Ooh. he like you know saved everyone from the Great Depression. Okay, and gave everyone their money, and they didn't even something. know it. Yeah, maybe that was, or he didn't even realize. It. Yeah, maybe that he was needed to to have the Guardian Angel come. Mm-hmm. Maybe he did. Maybe it's based off of him. Maybe It's a Wonderful Life is based off of C. Neiman. Who are yeah. we to say it's not? And that's why we named it C. Neiman Road. Um, all right, those are the short deets on the streets this Kept week. It short for you guys. Um, all right, we got to talk about our Kansas City end of the week. This story, you might have seen it, and you might have flown under the radar that it had a Kansas City connection. Uh, but pharma bro, pharma bro Martin Scarelli, we've all heard of him jacking up uh, that life saving uh, pharmaceutical drug to like five thousand dollars. Five thousand percent. Five thousand percent. He jacked up the price overnight. Um, and like this story was broken by Christy Smythe, who are you? Going, are we going with Smythe? Smith? 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 I mean, it, there's an eight. It could be Smythe. I, I said Smythe. Okay, let's I go with it. Smythe. Okay, Christy Smythe used the journalist who broke the story mm-hmm. about Martin Scarelli, uh, and then continued to interview him for like a couple of years over the trial. Now she's in love with him. Yeah. So this story was in. L magazine, right? Yes. L mm-hmm. magazine, and it's been making the rounds. It's a doozy. So if it you haven't read doozy. it yet, up. go read the story about Christy Smythe and Pharma Bro. Um, you guys know this guy. Like he has yeah, literally face. the most, most punchable face punchable, that's ever existed, and, and one of the worst human beings you can imagine. Right. Mm-hmm. So Christy Smythe, born and raised in Kansas City. Yep. Um, she uh, went to St. Teresa's Academy. She wrote for the newspaper at St. Teresa's. Mm-hmm. She went to uh, Mizzou School of Journalism. She moved to Brooklyn, began working for the Bloomberg News, covering federal court cases mm-hmm. for Bloomberg News. Uh, she was given a tip back in 2015 that um, said Scarelli was being investigated. She broke that story. Mm-hmm. She starts, um, so she's covering Scarelli. She starts a prestigious journalism fellowship at Columbia University. And for the fellowship for Columbia University, she writes a paper on Martin Scarelli. Um, And her paper is about how manipulative he is towards reporters. Mm -hmm. And um, she writes in the paper that he had successfully drawn her in. And he had uh, done enough to convince her uh, and she was basically on his side, but she was aware enough of his manipulation that she wasn't going to give in. That was at the time. 
She continues to cover him. She continues to fall in love with him. Her husband is mm-hmm. like, okay, this has gone a little too far. We need to start um, some counseling. She says, maybe I was being charmed by a master manipulator. That's a quote that she has in this story for Elle that was written two week- a week ago. Yeah. After she wrote the, literally wrote the paper about how, how he manipulates people. So, um, <laughs> so her husband says uh, she he was using her. She's like, no, she didn't believe him. She leaves her husband. Mm-hmm. She's now completely fallen in love with Martin Screlly. Yep. She leaves her husband, moves out, moves into a small moves, apartment, moves into apartment. a small apartment. Um, this is a guy who was jailed for offering five thousand uh, dollars for a strand of Hillary Clinton's hair. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a guy who laughed at uh, the people who coun't afford his his five thousand percent hike in in the uh, life saving life saving drug. Yeah. This is a guy who's convicted of two uh, cases of defrauding his hedge fund. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the people invested in his hedge fund. Um, she wrote letters. She wrote tweets, basically defending Martin Scarelli. Um and um, and then basically. This all is kind of still going along in 2020 now. Um, she want, she is trying to get Scarelli released from prison because Scarelli is saying prison isn't safe because of COVID. Mm-hmm. She's saying that they're She's engaged. She's advocating for him, yeah. She's saying they're engaged to be married. Yeah, and they're life partners. They're life partners, and Scarelli can come and live with her in mm-hmm. her apartment and she'll like watch over him and yeah. not let him run and, and flee the authorities. So, um, he found out about this L article being written. He completely stopped communicating with her. Ghosted her. Completely ghosted her. Mm-hmm. This is back in like October when L reached out for comment yeah. uh, at doing journalism stuff. Uh, so he's, hasn't talked to her. Hasn't, she hasn't had any contact with him since October she still considers him her life partner. Mm-hmm. She is still in love with him. She thinks that him saying they've no named, comment. They've named their kids, their future kids. Mm-hmm. They've named them. Already. She thinks him saying no comment is a uh, a way to communicate with her mm-hmm. saying, I, I don't want to bring her down with me. Right. She, she monitors pretty cute. She monitors Google alerts that's, for his name to pop up because she can't communicate with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's still in love with him. She did this whole. She took pictures. This isn't like a sources close to this woman. What's her name? Christy, Christy Smythe. Smythe. This isn't like sources and friends of Christy telling this story to L. This is her telling the story yeah. to L mm-hmm. and taking pictures. She she went to she went to Saint Teresa. She grew up in <laughs> KC. We need to distance ourselves from this yeah. person. She is taking crazy pills. It just like literally, she was. Writing the book on how people manipulate record reporters mm-hmm. to then only two years later, as a reporter, get man- manipulated yeah. into falling in love. The professor at Columbia <laughs> University was like, hey, this looks like you're getting drawn in. Yeah. Her editor at Bloomberg News, they had to fire her. Yeah. He was like, this is going to ruin your life. She ignored all of that, and she got charmed and drawn in by... The most nope. punchable face in the world. I don't even think it's close. Like one of the most hated, detestable people mm-hmm. on the planet. Yeah. And one of the like, you can't, there's no redeeming quality no. of this guy. So no. uh, this is who uh, Christy Smythe from Kansas City, St. Teresa's Academy, Mizzou School of Journalism fell in love with, is still in love with, mm-hmm. and uh, is probably using the L article to uh, prove to Martin Screlly that she's still in love with him. She's still there for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's the thing. That's a doozy. It's a story. There's a lot more details because it's one of those long reads. Um, go read it. It's, yeah. it's a doozy. It is. Um, I, I think she's like also trying to sell book and movie rights to this whole she story. Is. So mm-hmm. um, maybe, maybe we'll get something out of that because I, I might have to watch that movie. And see who they get to play him. Because that would be like the worst thing ever to be cast to play that guy. Yeah. I'm trying to think who could play him. Um, probably, I kind of think Like of, Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man 3? Yeah. Or I think of uh, the actor who plays uh, Todd in Wedding Crashers. Yes. Yeah. He could p- play mm-hmm. him. Yeah, um, those are my top two choices there. 
but yeah, it's the, a doozy. The black, the 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 dark black Spider-Man, you know, mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire. Yeah, yeah, that is that is Martin Shkreli. Literally, like walking down the street <laughs> doing like finger guns yep. and mm-hmm. yep, that's him. Um, all right, so uh, Christy Smythe. I don't even know if I said it. She's our Kansas City of the week. She's Kansas City of the Kansas week. Way to, of the week. Way, way to, to make KC proud there, Christy. Maybe she'll come on the pod. <laughs> we should invite her. She we'll probably say, would. We'll tell her Martin listens. Yeah, and she'll definitely come on the <laughs> she pod. Would. Um, all right, uh, time for our personal pine tars uh, this week. Uh, and I feel like we already touched on mine, but I'm like over two getting guests in the last two weeks, and mm. uh, that that's pretty frustrating. Santa canceling that was pretty crushing, and then now I'm about to get back into town from St. Louis to make the guest and to to have the interview, and then the wallet fiasco happens. So yep. over two on guests the last two weeks. My bad on that. It's okay. Personal pine tar. All right. Um. Okay, my personal pine tar? Yeah, let's hear about it. I, I want to hear about Bizarro Costco. I was out south running a bunch of errands. Mm-hmm. Uh, this that was a couple of days before Christmas. Ah, wow. I was at like- Double the fun. The best buy, 119th and Metcalf area. The worst intersection in America. The best buy, the bye-bye baby. Blue Valley Parkway, Metcalf, 119th oh, Street. God. That's the Bermuda Triangle for me. Yeah. I, I went to the All Costco the out there. I went to the Costco out there. Yeah. That Costco- is literally a mirror Costco from the one I'm used to going to. In Midtown? In the, so I go to the Costco in Midtown. Uh-huh. This is a mirror. So it feels like you're walking in a fun house. Mm-hmm. And boy, it is disorienting because you are, you walk in, you walk in on, and up the left side is the, um, Okay. It's a mirror. Side, the left side is, is the um, weird stuff, home improvements kind of stuff. Yeah, like and, vacuum cleaners yeah. and batteries mm-hmm. and 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 appliances. The, yeah. And the um and then and then you go up to the top and the left top is uh is like the frozen or no no no. It's not. It's, it's not. It's confusing. Yeah, me that's even probably talking like the produce it. then maybe uh-huh. up there. Yeah. Fresh produce up on the le- top back left back left. Yeah. And then uh, dairy is back right. I was backwards again. I was so yeah. thrown off, and I and was trying. And all the groceries are on the right. Uh huh. Yeah, down the right mm-hmm. side, and and then there's no booze, and there's no booze, mm-hmm. and um, it is truly the bizarro Costco is the food court on the right too. The food when you court walk in? there. I don't know what's happening with it. It was okay. very confusing. All right, but I'll just say it was literally like being in a funhouse of mm-hmm. mirrors, or it's like. You know when you're like backing up and you're looking in the mirror and if you're backing up in a trailer, you still do the opposite. It's like looking in two mirrors mm-hmm. is what it felt like. It was very confusing. Or like if you look, if you hold your phone and then you look in a mirror behind you, it was wild. Yeah. And my brain um, nearly exploded and I was in physical pain. Yeah. Um, also, I just thought of two. One thing that really upset me last week Um are you, I was. Are you, are you talking about your personal pine tar? Yeah, okay. yeah. This That's is it. different. We're done though. with mine. We're done with yours. Okay. Unless you had. Did more. you even listen? I listened to the whole thing. Okay. I was also trying to think about something nice to say about St. Louis. I was really digging, digging deep. But I, uh, I went to Charleston's on like State Line. Oh yeah. I thought it was a local place. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I was like, oh, that can be my what I what I try. Mm. And then I realized that it was not a local place, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a chain. Yeah. But then I had already sat down, so I couldn't just leave mm. and like not get anything. Yeah. So then I spent a bunch of money, got a French dip sandwich. Yum. And honestly, I would say uh, Lion's Choice was better. Oh, come on, Kevin. Yeah. So is that you say something nice about yeah. St. Louis? That's both rolled up into one. Ugh. Had some Lion's Choice when I was there. Still some top-notch horseradish. Love Lion's Choice horseradish. I do, um, and uh, great honey mustard too. So, well, okay, I'm a sucker do. for honey mustard. They have they have phenomenal honey mustard. Okay, so well, the line's choice, the roast beef slaps. It's good. It's I not, like it. It's not. It was better than Charleston's. Oh so come on, Kevin. Take that. That's not true. That is true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It right. was you. It was just just as good. And it wasn't seventeen dollars like Charleston's. That place is expensive. It's yeah. It's it's a nice place. I did not know about that. <laughs> did not know. Really, really got fooled. All right. Um, so let's see. Mixed plate. Mm-hmm. We're here. 
biggest stories of 2020, Kansas City related? Yeah, biggest, most impactful, uh, or just our favorite. Okay. Because obviously there was some major things that happened in the world in 2020, uh, in the the world of politics, in the world of racial equality, um, Mm -hmm. in the world of of people suffering. Uh, Those were big moments that happened all over the world. Yes. uh, And all over the country. I really stuck to... Things that happened in Kansas City mm-hmm. that were pretty much outside of those things of of because the 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 protests and the the uh, fight for racial equality and everything else with with politics that all happened and it, it was a major impact in Kansas City mm-hmm. but that happened everywhere yeah so I'm folk we're focusing okay. on KC did all you right. do the same thing I did the same thing okay yes oh, I'm gonna erase COVID nineteen from my list but okay okay all right. <laughs> Uh, okay, but I think it's your turn. I think you get to go first and get things off. All right. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs winning the yep. Super Bowl. Um, it was the it was a moment I never thought was going to happen in my life. Um, it was one of the ha- purest, happiest joys I've ever felt in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was incredible. It was unbelievable. Um, it changed my life. Yeah, what a time to celebrate. Um, it was, again, one of those things that you're like, is this actually ever going to happen for me? I thought that mm-hmm. all, the like whole, every, every the, moment the of The first life. time I ever got in trouble for drinking in high school, uh-huh. uh, my dad knew I was drunk because I was like, are the Chiefs ever going to win a playoff game? Like, ever? Well, he should have thought you were sober. <laughs> Those are sober, sobering sober. thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, and here they are now. They're Super Bowl champs. All right, because um, I don't want this one to get stolen, and it is also Mahomes related. Uh, but baby Mahomes, yeah, baby Mahomes. <laughs> what a storyline! Uh, you know, the the QB producer's son is now a producer, um, and he's got a baby on the way. The QB producer. Have you seen Randy Mahomes' jersey? Oh yeah, it says QB producer on uh-huh. it. Yeah, what a trip! What a trip! <laughs> Thank you, Randy. Uh, but. Pat Mahomes and our uh, queen, Brittany Lynn, announced their pregnancy, uh, had an epic gender reveal, mm-hmm. an epic baby reveal, an epic baby shower. I don't even know what's next, but it'll be captured on video in an incredible way. Mm-hmm. So here comes baby Mahomes. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Um, I, I mean... <laughs> Is this just Mahomes? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mahomes signing the ten-year contract yeah, extension was, was huge. Was massive. Like, as a Kansas City sports fan, a lot of my as a Kansas City and a lot of a lot of my identity is tied into sports. So, like, forgive me for for caring too much about sports. But yeah. that's what a lot of my identity mm-hmm. is tied to. And I never. It was just unthinkable to to imagine having the best player in the sport play for my team. Yeah, and. In baseball and and at football, when when these awesome quarterbacks and in baseball, when these record contracts would come out, I remember thinking like, well, we'll never have to worry about that'll that. Never like, happen. That'll never happen because we'll yeah. never have and the best player ever for my team. Growing up as a Royals fan too, it was just like anytime a player got good enough, they left. They would town. leave. Mm-hmm. But this was a ten year contract. Pat Patrick definitely did it because um, he wanted to send a signal that he was in KC for a long time. You could have argued that it would have made sense to sign four-year contracts at a time, but he said, I want 10, record-breaking contract. Uh, and it was a big moment, and it was something that was awesome, and I loved it, and it was huge. <laughs> it was huge. Um, all right. Um, let's see what I'm going to say. Uh, next headline, uh, 2020 Kansas City uh, sold its first uh, medical marijuana there you go. Plants. That's true. Uh, not a drug podcast, but uh, definitely not. Somehow we keep talking about this. Uh, but yeah, that was big news in 2020 for Missouri uh, and for dispensaries to open in Kansas City, uh, and we got to talk about it with a lawyer last year, and then finally now here we are in 2020, and we're live. Not only that, but we also decriminalized marijuana and took it out of the yeah. city uh, code. Code, mm-hmm. and so. Um, Marijuana is no longer in the city code, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. My side number one, 
I'm going with um I'm going with the Boru Ramen story because this was an uplifting story that happened in COVID. They closed because of COVID. They should have stayed closed. Everyone, like, that's what was happening at the mm-hmm. time. It was restaurants were closing. They weren't coming back. Uh, Boru closed, and the fans and the customers and everyone who loves Boru was like, this is awful. This is sad. We want you to come back. And they came back. Yeah. And that was something that, that's something I still hope happens to a lot of restaurants that mm-hmm. closed. We talked about one earlier. Um, so I still am able to hold out hope a little bit for some of the restaurants that have closed because of what Boru did. And so I thought that was um, awesome that it was like, hey, we're closing. And the fans were like, no, you're not. And they were like, okay, well, no, we're not. Yeah. And uh, so I that was one of my favorite stories of 2020. Um, Plus, I right. just love their fucking ramen. It's so good. Yeah. Um, all right. I have a not happy story for my side number one. Okay. But I feel like it was news that um, we got to report on, like pretty soon, close to it breaking. The burger. The burger. <laughs> that was 2019. <laughs> but uh, we didn't, Kansas City does not get the Hyperloop testing center. Oh, yeah. That was a big bummer. Yeah. But we got to, like, kind of get the inside scoop on that, which was pretty cool moment for the podcast Mm -hmm. Uh, when we had Ryan Weber on, uh, the CEO of the KC Tech Council. So bummer headline, but a big headline. So we basically broke that news. I I feel like we did. Okay. Just Mm -hmm. don't fall in love with Ryan Weber as you're covering the breaking news. I'll do my best. All right. Side number two for me. um, mm. Okay. So this is just like the biggest, this wasn't one of my favorite, but like the Big 12 tournament getting canceled. The Big mm. 12 tournament is uh, one of the biggest events in Kansas City, and it is a Kansas City-defining event. Yeah. Like, the Big 12 tournament it's probably bigger, should be yeah. hosted in Dallas. Like, it probably should be in a bigger city. It probably should be in Dallas. But Kansas City does it so well that it's in KC year after year, and it is our tournament, and it is it is so Kansas City. And when that got canceled, I was like – Oh shit! Like this—that's yeah, I agree. This pandemic is real. At first, I was like, I was like, they shouldn't cancel it, you know, mm-hmm. like this yeah, bullshit. Me too. But um, that was early March. I K-State no what I was won the last about. game of that tournament, so defending Big Twelve tournament champions. Good point. K State Wildcats. Good point. But um, but yeah, uh, that being canceled was um was a huge hit for KC and kind of like for me put the pandemic into perspective and like. That was right at the beginning of it all, and and yeah, it's like oh okay, and I thought it was gonna be like three three four weeks. Yeah, I remember that two weeks. Yeah. Remember that two weeks, it'll all be over. Yep, two weeks, take a break, it'll all be over. Yeah, yeah, work from home for a couple of weeks if you can, if you can work from home for a couple of weeks, maybe stock up on some yeah some meat. That's wild. We thought that that would work. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, okay, my side number two here, um, a story. That uh, state your line broke. Uh, Mike D. Pasquale, he's a fraud. Oh, yeah. I mean, not technically. Like, technically what he said is right. Like, he did win a state championship in football as a freshman. Uh, He did win a state championship in basketball as a sophomore. Didn't make the stat sheet at all. So, basically, won won a state championship as a freshman in high school. Won one as a sophomore in basketball. Didn't even register on the stat sheets, and that, and then he said he played Division One football, Division One A, Double A. Yes. So again, it was a lot of like when you tell a lie to your parents, mm-hmm. you just are like, like I remember one time I got in trouble. I was like, hey, I'm going to Ryan Jordan's house. I left out Lake House because I was uh, not staying in the city limits. Okay, and was just going out like. It's a sin it's, of omission. Yes. A lie of omission. That's what I'm calling out Mike DePasquale, who wants to be your lawyer. I'm calling him out for the the lie of omission of just leaving those little details out and thinking that no one would investigate him like State Your Line did. Yep. Big headline. Yep. People have been talking about it. Mm-hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. has been. So um, All my other ones were Mahomes related, so I tried to... Tried to not make it too Mahomes heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was me. I had um, and Mahomes saves everyone. Li- everyone Mahomes saves lives in San Francisco, mm-hmm. which I was thankful for because then I happened to go live out there. Yeah, so. I had uh, Torchy's Tacos opening. 
That was big news. Mahomes brings Whataburger to KC. Yeah. I yeah. had um, the plaza kind of really changing with Nordstrom's coming in, the the theater leaving, a oh, lot of yeah. local restaurants leaving, the plaza really what you gotta you need an identity plaza. And, yeah, and I think it's changing quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh those were the ones and then everything else I could research was like COVID or yeah, politi- politics related. So yep. uh those are our big headlines uh from the year. So a uh, lot to recap in twenty twenty. Um and I think that does it for us this episode. Yep. Okay. We'll have a guest next week. We're we're coming back strong. Uh so don't you worry. Uh thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on social media at State Your Line. Check us out at stateyourline.com. We'll see you around Kansas City.